the Snack Size Marketing Podcast reveals methods to capture your audience quickly on social media. Discover how to use powerful micro content to make your message pop. Join us now as your host, Tanya Smith, shares some of the most important tips you'll ever need to stand out and get noticed. Hey there, guys. It's Tanya Smith of TanyaSmithOnline.com and the Snack Size Marketing Podcast. And I'm here yet again on Facebook Live. I am actually here a little early. (laughs) So I thought I was being smart this week, um, starting out with Facebook Live by sharing. Ah, we just had a little bit of a pause. So I noticed there's something that's important to note if you start using Facebook Live that if you have little pop-ups like I have these weather alerts that pop up apparently um, that pauses the video broadcast for some reason but anyway um, I'm on early Uh, I thought I was a little smarter and tried to prepare because I I try to I don't want to say that I'm a perfectionist but I do try to prepare for things in advance and I'm very systematic when it comes to um, doing broadcast and such, which is one of the reasons why I've always kind of not liked video live because you make mistakes and then people can see them. But I guess that's the appeal of the transparency. Anywho, so I had put together a little schedule and said that I would be sharing that on Sundays with you on the Facebook page and that I will pin that to the top and I still do intend to do that but what I'm realizing as I do a little bit of experimentation here is that it's important to make sure that you're coordinating and collaborating with your team and with your calendar so that you don't have conflicts so I was supposed to be on tonight in another 30 minutes or so I think but I'm on with you now because I'm actually in preparation to do a live webinar. So this is the last of a series that I've been doing um, and the title of the webinar, I think you may have heard this in my last Facebook Live post, is uh, how to choose the right social networks for you and for your business. And so I've been doing that and it's been really popular and, and very successful in terms of attendance. But this is the last night that I'm actually going to do this particular webinar live, at least for a while, as we prepare to launch our brand new course. And I'm doing a really soft launch, so if you haven't heard about it, don't worry about that. (laughs) If you're on my list, you'll hear about it later this week, but it's called Social Influence Made Simple. Um, So you can find out more information about that. Or you can join me if you like for the webinar. We're going to get started at 9 p.m. Central Time. So that's 10 p.m. Eastern. I'm finding that a lot of people are night owls and they need uh, a little bit of a later time for me to reach them. So we're going to be doing that and I'll give you the website link. You can go to register if you're interested in that webinar and in that particular topic for your business by going to tanyasmith.me forward slash choose your social so Tanya Smith dot me forward slash choose your social is where you can register for the webinar that I'm about to do live in the next 30 minutes so I am on Facebook live a little early and one of the things I thought I would do is to share with you a little bit of some of the behind the scenes now I can't go moving all my equipment around because I've got it just you know proper right now it's where I want it to be in preparation for the webinar but I thought I'd kind of give you a quick little quick hitter checklist of some of the things that I do to prepare for webinars because they are part of my snack size marketing funnel. 
So if you've followed me for any length of time, you know that I talk about snack size content and snack size marketing strategy. And what that is, is the ability to leverage short form content for social media marketing success. So specifically, you know, small bites when it comes to your messaging, whether it's on a Twitter post or images or um, audio podcasts through Clamor or other services like that. So I talk a lot about that and one of the things that's important to note is that your snack size content is intended to drive people to uh, take a certain action in most cases. Either to feel a certain way or to go to visit a website page or to go and sign up and get you know a free goodie of some kind. But it's intended typically to drive action. It's not specifically designed to sell. So when you're on Twitter, for instance, even though there are services and, and there's apps now that allow you to sell directly from uh, Twitter, which we're going to be talking about in my course, by the way, when we start next week, um, there's lots and lots of e-commerce apps out there now for social. But the primary purpose is for you to deliver value first and then to drive a specific action. So when you're thinking about your social content, your snack size marketing, you have to think in terms of it being part of a bigger picture. It's a bigger part or it's a small part of your bigger marketing strategy. Um, and part of that strategy may consist of other things such as doing webinars, which I'll be doing a lot more of because I really do love this aspect of, of what I do and the training and teaching that I get to do through webinars. Um, and it may be through other means. But I will share with you a couple of different things that I'm doing right now or that I've done prior to getting on live with you in preparation for this. Um, a couple of things. Let's see. So I use Webinar Jam. I also have used Easy Webinar, which is actually a plugin that you can use for your WordPress or use with WordPress. Um, Easy Webinar is fantastic and has lots of uh, neat features. Webinar Jam, on the other hand, to me is a little bit less complex to set up and to get started. Now, I have heard that there's you know some love-hate relationships with Webinar Jam. <laughs> um, but ultimately, it's to me, it's much simpler to go ahead and set that up and to get things rolling. It does not plug into your WordPress or anything like that, but it does have a lot of integrations with other third-party service providers, such as lead pages. So if you're a person who uses lead pages right now for your landing pages, then using something like a Webinar Jam would be a really good um, integrated service that you can use. Um, and there are lots of other service providers as well that have partnered with Webinar Jam. Um, so what I do when I actually use it, for me, and I'm going to tell you that it may differ because they recommend using Chrome as your browser, but I actually pull up Firefox. Um, and I use it in Firefox pretty successfully so far. Chrome, I seem to have some stoppages, like it freezes up for no known reason. <laughs> So if you have that problem, if you're using Webinar Jam or you're thinking about using it, just keep that in mind that you may want to kind of test your different browsers and see what your bandwidth is and, and just see which one of those is actually pulling up the quickest and giving you the smoothest picture for your buck. Um, so Firefox is one of the things that I definitely turn on and use. Um, another thing that I do is I actually use various, um, not the same camera and mic that come with my computer, and most people don't. So I would recommend if you're going to be doing webinars as part of your smart or your snack size content marketing, 
one of the things that you want to think about is investing in a good solid microphone in fact right now I'm actually using a microphone that I use a portable microphone called a, an Apogee I use this with my iPhone and with my iPad because it's portable and really easy to, to take around with you um, but for purposes of the webinar and when I'm plugged into my desktop computer I actually use the Audio Technica and somebody asked about this I think it was Nancy Marmalejo um, was no she was giving advice but somebody else was asking on one of our Facebook groups but Audio Technica ATR 2100 which was recommended to me by Ellen Britt of the Pink Coat Tales podcast it's a mastermind that I belong to um, and so Ellen suggested that and I have loved it ever since it's a great uh, way to actually have good sound quality sound which is really important because if you've ever thought about those times you've gone to a to watch somebody's video and you turned it all the way up and you still couldn't hear what they were saying that drives me nuts so I get good sound quality actually excellent sound quality with both of these microphones so have my microphone plugged in have my Firefox on um, as far as your computer make sure that you turn off all of the apps that you're not using so I'll be using in tonight's presentation um, PowerPoint so I have that set up and then I have my webinar jam studio and that's really all you need um, webinar jam studio actually connects directly into Google Hangouts so that's all that I have up um, anything else goes off if you have any type of like auto syncing type of program such as Dropbox you want to make sure you go and pause those and the way to do that is to usually at the bottom right corner of your screen depending on the type of computer system you have you can right click on the icon that's showing Dropbox for instance and I use that and Google Drive so I do this to both of them right click on it and then uh, click pause sync pause or pause sync just tell it to pause whatever it's doing so that way it's not interrupting and taking away resources from your bandwidth that you're going to need for the webinar presentation so I do those things um, camera I do use a Logitech camera I don't know what model that is anymore because I have bought a couple of different ones but a good solid HD Logitech and maybe what I'll do is try to remember to put some links in Amazon for you if you're interested and you need this equipment um, so making sure that you have oh this is important when it comes to webinar jam if you're using that again and this may apply to a couple of other types of webinar software as well so you want to see if this is happening to you if you're using software that connects to Google Hangouts and you're doing a screen share which you may notice which I noticed when I first started doing these is that it cuts off like about I don't know it cuts off about a quarter or more so 25% or more of your screen while you're trying while you're try, ugh, you're trying to do the PowerPoint screen share right so your whole presentation your whole slide is not showing one of the reasons I discovered that was happening is because I had to choose in my display settings for the uh, computer system I had to make sure that I went in there and chose for it to be on 100% meaning the smallest font size that you have for your computer system for your display so uh, again one of the ways that you can actually fix that is by right clicking on the um, desktop and this is in Windows so I don't know anything about Mac I don't have a Mac yet although everybody swears by them but I have a Windows PC with lots of software I'm not ready to give up 
Um, right click on the desktop and you go to display and I have Windows 7 so in there you're gonna go to the settings and you change your settings it typically it's gonna default to something like hundred and twenty five percent but you want to reduce that to hundred percent if you're finding that part of your slide is getting cut off when you do a screen share in Google Hangouts so that's kind of important for you to check out if you're having that issue just make sure you're checking your display settings so I do that um, when I actually open up the webinar jam window there's a couple of different things I like to do personally and let me give you the biggest tip ever if you're not hearing anything else I say that is once you have found a successful process that you really like in setting up your webinars and that you, this applies to your podcast this applies to your writing of blog posts or any type of content creation and delivery create a checklist for yourself okay I know we're used to creating content for other people and you may create checklists for other people but create a checklist for yourself so I create checklists for myself all the time constantly now process street is a uh, an app that you can actually go into a service that you can go in and uh, pay for I use Evernote to just keep track of all of my checklist I have a folder inside of Evernote that keeps my webinar jam checklist, my podcast checklist. I mean, it has a ton of different checklists. But the reason why you want to do that is because you want it to be very simple to set up whatever it is you're trying to set up. You don't want to have to think about it. You just want to be able to go through the, the numbers, through the sequence, and get it done and be ready to present or deliver your content. Um, so a couple of things that I do is I set my system to private chat and the reason why I do that for my webinars is because I don't want a lot of distraction and for me seeing a bunch of different conversations going on sometimes distracts me from being able to communicate what I wanted to share um, so I try to hold questions to the end and then also go and scan the chat area at the end and I set that expectation up front so that people are aware of that um, Another thing I like to do at the very beginning of setup, oh, is to make sure you have good lighting. So you see how I have this lighting right here? That way I know as people are kind of listening and watching me, they're not distracted by seeing shadows. <laughs> and you also want to make sure you have a good background. Um, this is my typical background because this is my my little office, my little happy place. So um I change it up a little bit every now and then, but it's never messy. It's always representative of the brand that I want people to see. So that's something to think about, too, as you're preparing for any type of content delivery. Um, I want it to be professional. I want it to be quality. I want it to be on point every time. Um, the other thing I would share with you, oh, here's something I like about Webinar Jam that you may or may not know, is that you can actually, if you're doing a live presentation and you're not using EverWebinar, I think it's called EverWebinar, because that's the other product that the folks that do Webinar Jam have. Um, if you're doing live, you can pop in different offers and polls and videos, like I'm showing a little quick YouTube video of some testimonials. Um, that were done for me. I am sharing that in the process of doing the webinar. So it's really cool to use a system like that that gives you the ability to interact with people. Now, I don't see any comments, and I'm still kind of getting the hang of this on the Facebook Live thing. So I don't know how many of you are actually here live with me and how many of you are going to see this a little later. 
But I'll just share with you, if you do have a comment, feel free to leave one. And as I get more used to this and come up with a checklist for how I'm going to be using Facebook Live, then I absolutely will make sure that I'm responsive. Um, but again, I can't see anything right now. So I don't know if you have questions or comments. I'll be watching for that um, next time. But I just wanted to check in and touch base and go ahead and apologize for um, messing up the schedule because I'm not going to be live at 9 in 20 minutes due to being live on a webinar and making sure that I keep the promise that I committed to for those people who signed up. So I will see you again, however, on Friday. So if you are available come by our Facebook page check us out um, and I think we set the time for 1030 central time so we're gonna be on probably for about 15 to 20 minutes then as well I would love to meet you and to see if you have any questions I think I'm gonna do kind of a, an open Q&A but I'm also gonna talk a little bit about authority and how to build authority using your snack size content because that's really the focus of our new course that's coming up at socialinfluencemadesimple.com. We're going to be talking a lot about how to use five different strategies, five successful strategies for ensuring that you have social media success. I think a lot of people waste time on social. Um, I think that it's important for you to have a true strategy and a plan for why you're using it and that you make it work to drive yourself business or to drive people to you so that they can receive the experience that you are offering to them even if it's not a paid type of service um, and I do have clients right now that I'm working with in fact one of the students that will be in the course she's not charging for her services she has personal reasons for not doing that but she's not going to be charging for the services but she wants to make a bigger uh, broader and better impact with the audience that she's talking to and dealing with and so in order to do that she felt that the class was going to be right for her and I believe that too so we're going to talk about that in that course and again if you're interested feel free to go check us out at socialinfluencemadesimple.com but otherwise if you're joining me for the webinar we're going to get started in about it looks like 17 minutes over at tanyasmith.me forward slash choose your social. This is the last one that I'm going to do for a while live on that topic of how to choose the right social networks for you. I would love to see you there. I'd love to answer your questions and to just wave virtually and uh, deliver some great content. We're going to give you three decision-based tactics that you can use to choose the right social network so that you stop wasting time and so that you make the most of uh, your efforts in that space. Alrighty guys, well that was it for tonight. It's been my pleasure to be here with you. Remember don't think small, think snack size and I will see you on Friday if you're here. Alright, take care. Thanks so much for listening to the Snack Size Marketing Podcast with your host, Tanya Smith. We'll catch you next time.